and welcome to the podcast of Canadian Serbian Sun magazine, a program about Serbia, Serbs, and Serbian culture, which is intended for people around the world. My name is Kristina Bjelic. In today's episode, we will be talking about one of the most important traditions among Orthodox Serbs, celebrating the Christmas season. On this topic, we will talk to an honorary Serbian from Montreal, Sasha Vijan, whom we also know by his nickname, Saladugokosim, a Canadian who has been married to a Serbian woman for 20 years. Customs are an important part of any nation's identity. They are deeply rooted, unwritten norms which dictate the behaviors of individuals and the ethnic community as a whole. Customs have always been at the core of Serbian traditions, respected and observed with reverence. Like many other people, Serbs live not only in their homeland, but around the world as well. Centuries-old customs and rituals adapt to new lifestyles over time, but the traditions are preserved among the diaspora, even among the second and third generation children of immigrants. Christmas, the happiest of all holidays, is associated with a large number of customs, which often vary from place to place in the lands where Serbs live. On that day, according to Christian belief, Jesus Christ was born and the divine word became flesh. Christmas is preceded by fast, a voluntary abstinence from certain foods for a while, which is practiced in almost all religions. Fasting in the Orthodox Church is considered very important for the spiritual life of its faithful who, by abstaining from bodily needs, cleanse and prepare themselves for receiving the Son of God into their lives. The Nativity fast lasts 40 days. The Church has detailed instructions on which of the five categories of fasting – strict fast, only bread and water, water fast, oil fast, and fish fast – is to be observed on which days. Nowadays, it is more common for the majority of believers to observe the most lenient of the fasts, the so-called fish fast. Total fasts, complete abstinence from all food and drink, are observed almost exclusively by those in monastic orders. Of course, many believers still adhere to strict rules that they can stick to with the help of technology. There are now phone apps that flash a fish, oil, or bread icon every day to remind you what type of fasting is prescribed for that day, and can even provide you with a menu suggestion. Those who adhere to the entire nativity fast say that they never enjoy roast pork as much as they do on Christmas, after almost seven weeks of abstaining from meat and all other foods of animal origin. This is especially significant for Serbs, whose appetite and cuisine almost always includes copious amounts of meat as its focus. Christmas is preceded by our traditional holidays which are strung together in the three Sundays leading up to this great holiday. Detinci, Materice, and Ochevi, roughly translated to Children's Mother's and Father's Day. These holidays are celebrated within the family, but the stories related to being tied up are later retold for a long time afterwards among family members and friends. The very notion of tying someone up may sound strange to those unfamiliar with the custom, and even more astonishing is the description of it, in which those who are tied up are freed or ransomed themselves by giving gifts to their jailers. Our Canadian colleagues and friends are surprised that we do not have an official Mother's Day, so the story of the Canadian customs around Materice is even more interesting to them. Detinci is celebrated three Sundays before Christmas, and on that day, children prepare small gifts for ransom in advance. The custom of parents tying up their children early in the morning is very old, but even today, it still brings a lot of joy to children. In order to be untied, children give their parents small and sweet, usually edible, gifts, which their parents later return to them as a treat. In some places, children offer items that they make themselves, 
And today, more and more often, parents give their children money to buy a small gift. If they did not prepare a gift, the children proclaim that they have been good all year. On that day, the squeals and shrieks of happy children are often heard around the house where Dead Dancy is celebrated. Children who pretend to be running away from their parents who are chasing them with a piece of rope in their hands. The whole family participates in this game, but admittedly, it's not so easy to explain to people unfamiliar with our culture. Materitsa brings some seriousness to this game. Two Sundays before Christmas, it's time for the children to tie up their mothers. The children get a piece of rope and try to get up as early as possible to tie up their mother while she is still asleep, or try to tie up her legs immediately after she wakes up. The mother pretends to be surprised, she begs the children to release her, so she frees herself by offering them the gifts she has prepared in advance. In earlier times, children used to charge out and go into all the neighborhood houses as well. Materica was usually an opportunity for the circle of Serbian sisters to get involved by distributing gifts to poor children, especially those in orphanages. According to the old custom, Ochevi is celebrated one week before Christmas. This is when the children repeat the same procedure as with their mother, but this time with their father. Again, he pretends to be surprised, he gives presents to the children in order for them to untie him. It's all done in good fun and provides indoor seasonal amusement for the weeks when the weather confines us to our homes. As the happiest Orthodox holiday approaches, the family joyfully prepares for it and the good mood in the house grows. The smell of holiday baking and the preparation of various delicacies fill homes with pleasant anticipation. Evich Construction LTD is a specialized construction company for all types of construction and renovation works. Thanks to the many years of experience of our team of masters and the use of the highest quality materials, we're able to provide top quality services with affordable prices and strict compliance with deadlines. Call us at 416-769-1431 or visit our website www.evichconstruction.com. Christmas is traditionally celebrated for three days, but before this great holiday, every Serbian family celebrates Christmas Eve through customs that are deeply connected with old Slavic beliefs and rituals. On the eve of Christ's birth, it is customary to hold vigil, hence the name Badni derived from the Serbian word for vigil, for one must be ready to receive the good news of the Lord's arrival. Customs have changed little over time, and when they have, it's been mostly to adapt to urban life. However, in rural places, the tradition of cutting down a young oak tree or just a few branches in the early morning of January 6th still remains. Among Serbs, wherever they live, a strict fast is observed on that day, and in some places it is customary to eat jito or soft wheat berries with honey. Serbs inherited many practices, including those related to Christmas Eve, from their pagan ancestors. Among the Slavs, oak was long considered a sacred tree, and even after becoming Christian, they continued to revere it through the custom of cutting a young oak tree or young branches of an oak, which symbolizes the coming of Christ into the world. The lighting of this tree or branch represents Christ's love because the tree itself reminds us of the wood that the shepherds brought into the stable to provide warmth for the newborn baby Jesus. In the early morning, the master of the house goes out to the forest and chooses an oak tree to cut down. In some places before cutting, a little wine is sprinkled on the branches and a handful of wheat grains are tossed at it. The oak tree, or branch, is brought to the house and the master of the house brings it inside and puts it on the hearth, while the children sprinkle straw around it and around the house. 
symbolizing the straw from the manger in which the newborn Christ was laid. Then the badnyak is put on the fire to burn. Among Serbian families living in apartments, this custom has been maintained in a slightly modified form. There are few who still go out to a forest to cut down a young oak branch. Rather, the master of the house goes to the church and after the Christmas Eve service, he takes twigs and straw that are distributed at church and brings them home, where the lady of the house and children happily welcome him and put the twigs under the dining table where the meatless and dairy-free Christmas Eve dinner will be served. The matriarch greets him with Dobroveče badnjače, good evening badnjak, while the patriarch says Sretno badnjaveče, happy Christmas Eve. Some still burn an oak tree twig, at least symbolically, and in some homes, the custom is preserved where the children and mother, waiting for Christmas Eve, chirp like little chicklets while the father rocks around the house clucking like a hen. Walnuts, a symbol of honoring our ancestors, are placed in the corners of the house. Where there is a fireplace, children light a fire and say, however many sparks, that much in wealth, chicks, beehives, and so on. Even today, when people live in apartments, the practice of placing straw under a tablecloth has been preserved, upon which, with a lit candle, dinner will be served, even though the old custom was to serve dinner on the floor. As tradition dictates, you eat a Christmas Eve unleavened bread, or pogacha, fish, honey, and wine, and prebranets, Serbian baked beans. For sweets, there are fresh and dried fruits and nuts. It is believed that people should not finish off all the food from the table that evening, and it is not necessary to clear the table off for the next three days, or to throw out any garbage from the house either. This, of course, is difficult to do nowadays, so things have changed a bit. On the topic of Christmas holidays, and especially Christmas Eve, we're speaking with Sasha Vijan, a Canadian who became a Srpskizet, an honorary Serbian son-in-law, and who was given the nickname Sali Dugokosim. He learned about, respects, and follows many of our Serbian customs. I am adamantly an atheist. So is my wife, given her socialist Yugoslav education. But she's not militant about it the way I am. However, since joining our local Serbian Cultural Association, whose activities take place at Montreal's Holy Trinity Serbian Orthodox Church, I haven't missed a single Badnjevece Christmas Eve Mass. You might wonder why. Well, I have many reasons. The amateur historian in me is attracted to a tradition that, as is often the case with Serbian customs held in stasis during the Ottoman occupation, still echoes past epochs. The Eastern traditions of Byzantium preserved much of the Hellenistic Roman approach to ritual life. Christians from the Western churches read about frankincense in the New Testament's nativity story, but few actually know what it is, what it smells like, and what its odor evokes in the mind of the Orthodox congregant. For me, it's a special scent that brings to mind the peace and tranquility I've discovered in every medieval monastery I have ever visited during our many trips to Serbia. At Badnjevece, it fills my mind with a unique sense of continuity through different periods of antiquity, haunting me by bringing the ancient past right to my nose. Our Christmas Eve tradition brings you and your family to the Serbian Orthodox Church in Montreal every year. Tell us what makes it so special for you. It's the whole evening's experience that makes it special and that I would never want to miss. 
There's the press of the people crowded into our modest church, making a warm refuge from January's frosty air. There's the old Slavonic liturgy, chanted with reverberations of the Greco-Roman mystery cults that they replaced. There's the choir, singing with sweet intonations of light and hope. There's the Badniak procession, with its origins in Slavic paganism. And finally, there's the gathering of the community sharing goodwill, with none of what American capitalism has done to the Western Christmas traditions, having turned a once spiritual solstice into a tacky display of crude and excessive consumerism. But the best part of the evening is when we converge in the reception hall to share the splendid Shumadiski Chai, which is a sweet tea infused with plum brandy, drunk with friends we hadn't seen in a while. This tradition joins through metaphor two forms of warmth, a hot beverage with benevolence between people. It's what one would expect at such an occasion. But there's always something that strikes me as unique and timeless with this custom, an antidote to the rapidity of cultural change inherent in our modern age. I always come away feeling kinship with everyone in attendance, and this is not such a bad thing to renew, even if it is but once a year. We have a small yet diverse community in Montreal, each member bringing something special to color the journey that led them here, depending on their place of origin within the old federation. But there is one thing I felt compelled to add with some creativity to the ancient formulation exchanged throughout the evening. When Christos Serodi, which means Christ is born, is met with Vaistinu Serodi, which means he is born indeed. Remember my aforementioned non-belief? In order to preserve the integrity of my secular humanism and simultaneously avoid hypocrisy on my part and offense to the church core, I devised a unique reply. Pozdravimos svetlost, which means let us welcome the light. The customs related to Christmas Eve among Serbs revealed the continuation of rituals from the pre-Christian period. The process of lighting the badnyak symbolizes the restoration of the natural life cycle. The ancient Slavic worship of trees, which continued through the Christmas custom of cutting oak branches, is accompanied by an apology and asking forgiveness from the young oak tree. This demonstrates that not only have Serbian preserved the customs of their ancestors, but they've also maintained a strong connection with their modern identity and the pagan period before Christ. Subscribe for print or digital editions of Sun Magazine. With your subscription, you will help promote Serbian ethnic identity, culture, and traditions, as well as help develop new podcast content for our Canadian public and other listeners worldwide. The ancient peoples of North America also lived in harmony with nature, respecting all living beings and understanding that they are all part of the same life cycle. It was normal for the hunters of North American First Nations to pray over their catch and to thank it for providing sustenance for their families. The Serbs asked the oak tree for forgiveness for cutting its branches and the natives of this continent thanked their prey for the continuation of life. 
it's wonderful to feel that harmony between our new and old homelands. On the first day of Christmas, January 7th, it is customary for all the family members dressed in their finest clothing to go to church for the Christmas liturgy. But before that, early in the morning, a special guest comes to each house, a polozhani, or well-wisher. Long ago, this could have been a random person passing by, but nowadays, it's usually a younger male child from the extended family or neighborhood with whom the master of the house has discussed their arrival beforehand. The polozhanik is specially welcomed by the family and given a suitable gift, which in the past was usually fruit, especially an apple symbolizing health, whereas today it can be chocolate, an apple, or even money. It is believed that the polozhanik will bring happiness to the household for the coming year. It can happen that a child visits more than one house and in each acts as the polozhainik, where he lights a fire in the stove or oven, while in earlier times it would have been in the hearth, and he says, However many sparks, that much in good luck. However many sparks, that many sheep in the fold. However many sparks, that many piglets and lambs. However many sparks, that many geese and chicken. But most of all, health and joy. As you can see, prosperity was expressed in agricultural terms as the animals raised on a family farm were seen as a form of wealth. In modern times, when a house has no fireplace, the polozhainik, sitting under the table, lights the oak branch and straw and wishes his hosts well with these words. However many sparks, that much in good luck. However many sparks, that much in wealth. But most of all, health and joy. Thus, the polozhainik has a symbolic meaning. He represents the three wise men who followed the star in the east at the time of Christ's birth and came to worship him. If the polozhainik is a child who does not yet speak and does not fully understand his role, it leads to comic situations, which are retold throughout the year. There are cases with the polozhainik who does not want to sit under the dining table with the hosts and the straw and the oak branch. Then there's the polozhainik who, once under the table, doesn't want to come out until somebody takes them out. Then there are also small polozhainiks who don't want to help themselves to the food being served. But according to our people, it is fitting for the special guest to eat at least a little nibble. After the Christmas liturgy, the family gathers around the table where the chesnitsa, or Serbian Christmas bread, is broken, a bread that the lady of the house kneaded early in the morning in which she has hidden a coin. It used to be a gold or silver coin, but today it's most often any type of metal coin. The chesnitsa is turned in a circle by all of the members of the household, like they do with the Slavsky kolach, or Slava bread. Then the master of the house breaks it and gives everyone at the table a piece of it, and the one who finds the coin in their piece of bread will, it is believed, have especially good fortune in the coming year. After 40 days of fasting, this is the first meat-centered meal, and the table features roast pork that the patriarch prepared the night before, in addition to all kinds of delicacies. For those who do not eat meat, and there are more and more of them today, there are always good leftovers from Christmas Eve dinner. But at the time when our ancestors started celebrating Christmas, vegetarianism was not a thing. Evich Construction LTD is a specialized construction company for all types of construction and renovation works. Thanks to the many years of experience of our team of masters and the use of the highest quality materials, we're able to provide top quality services with affordable prices and strict compliance with deadlines. Call us at 416-769-1431 or visit our website www.evichconstruction.com. In 
addition to the above mentioned, there are some other old Christmas customs of the Serbian people which have been passed down from generation to generation in order to be remembered and that are still practiced in many parts of Serbia. It is fitting to wear a brand new piece of clothing or shoes for Christmas. Don't lend anything to anyone on Christmas so that you don't lose your possessions over the next year. If you have had an argument with someone during the year, then you should try to reconcile on Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, all borrowed items and monetary debts should be returned or repaid. On Christmas, we should perform tasks that were challenging for us during the year, because that way we will be able to overcome it all the more easily in the upcoming year. If we plan something on Christmas, it will surely grow well. If it rains on Christmas, it is believed that every plant that is dug up with a hoe will bear fruit. In some areas, it is believed that the polozhenik should not be allowed to sit down so that good fortune is ensured for the house. This is because the polozhenik is a man who brings luck into the house for the following year. In some areas, it is believed that there should be no quarrels in the house between Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and that all chores should be done in silence so that the family members have health, happiness, and prosperity. In some parts of Serbia, people wash or rub their faces with a red apple on Christmas morning to be healthy and ruddy all year round. In some parts of Serbia, people wash or rub their faces with a red apple on Christmas morning to be healthy and ruddy all year round. Money is symbolically placed under the tablecloth so that the house won't be short on anything in the upcoming year. In southern Serbia, it is believed that young men and women who fall asleep on the straw strewn across the floor on Christmas Eve will dream of their future spouses that night. During the nearly 50-year existence of the Socialist Federal Republic of Yugoslavia, religion and tradition were suppressed and in some places even banned. The old customs were best preserved in the villages and smaller towns, but in the larger cities it was much less likely for them to be observed. If they were, then it was mostly only practiced within the immediate family. After the disintegration of Yugoslavia in the 1990s, the Christmas tradition was renewed, and more and more young people have since honored the customs and faith of their ancestors. Subscribe for print or digital editions of Sun Magazine. With your subscription, you will help promote Serbian ethnic identity, culture, and traditions, as well as help develop new podcast content for our Canadian public and other listeners worldwide. Given our largely secular upbringings under communism, it's not difficult to agree with our honorary Serb, Salih Dugokosi, who coined his own phrase, Pozdravimo svetlost, or welcome the light. In almost all beliefs and religions, the divine is connected with the symbol of light. According to Christian beliefs, Christ illuminates the souls of people. In all major religions, light symbolizes that which is eternal, indestructible within humans, which for the religious is belief in the existence of God. In Hinduism, light is one of the most powerful symbols and there's also a festival of light, Diwali. In Buddhism too, light is the most universal symbol of the spiritual and the divine. In Islam, light is a spiritual guide. Hanukkah is a Jewish holiday of freedom and light. If you believe in good, it is the light that guides you throughout life, illuminating the right path. The metaphor also fits this special period of the year when the longest nights finally give way to increasing daylight. You are listening to the podcast of Canadian Serbian Sun magazine about Serbs and Serbian culture around the world. Stay tuned for future episodes where Sun collaborators will continue to introduce you to the traditions and culture of the Serbian people. Until next time, thank you for listening and greetings from the editorial staff of Sun magazine. The creation of this podcast was financially supported by the Government of Canada.